0: Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the 100 bucks is Jose Avila. He is a 17 year old that doesn't wanna go to college and he wants to start his own business. For your chance to win 100 bucks just like Jose every Monday morning, simply subscribe to this podcast on iTunes right now and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it. Coming up tomorrow morning, Top Tribe, you're gonna hear from Kimra Luna. She breaks down how to use a 10,000 person list to drive 880 grand in sales, all via a launch. Okay, Top Tribe, good morning. Today's one of those mornings I am just feeling good. I feel like there's nothing that can stump me. I've got my coffee in my hand and I've got a good friend on the line. Many of you might know him just as Stig, but we'll get into him, his personality, his background in a second. His name is Stig. Brought us in. And what he does is he has a master's degree in finance. He has a studied business analysis at Harvard University and he's the host of the Investors Podcast. During graduate school, Stig co founded a consultancy firm providing clients with legal and financial advice relating to personal finance. When Stig graduated, he sold his shares in the firm to become a commodities trader in one of Europe's leading energy trading companies, and he's smiling as I say this. We're going to dig into that. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Stig- You you make
1: me feel like I'm a superstar, Nathan. I'm so pumped.
0: Stig, you are a superstar. He now works as a college professor, teaching a variety of courses, including stock investing and economics. He also owns the investment company Stig Broaderson Holding. Stig, are you ready to take us to the top? I am. I'm so pumped about this, Nathan. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Because it's you. It's the Nathan Lightman. <laughs> it can only be a ton of fun. Well, we're going to have a lot of fun. You know, you we, we connected earlier because we both have podcasts. And I learned kind of about how you're thinking about Warren Buffett, about investing, about your show. Let me just start off just kind of an interesting question here. What is one thing that your father taught you that you now use in business, whether it's the podcast or teaching? My
1: father taught me. Wow, that's a great question. Um, I would say always be good to other people. And I know it sounds so simple because I guess we all heard that, well, you should treat other people like you want to be treated yourself. But I think it's just something that's easy to say, but really hard to
0: to practice. Mm -hmm. So speaking about treating other people really well, there's a particular individual you hold in extremely high esteem in Warren Buffett. Why are you obsessed with him?
1: Well, I, I think the whole story about Warren Buffett is really interesting because the first encounter I had with Warren Buffett, that was back in college. And unfortunately, it wasn't like a personal encounter or anything. But um, So I'm, I'm always a, a student and I was studying finance. And my professor taught me about Warren Buffett. And the way he said that, or the way he explained that was by saying, well, if you imagine you have a monkey, and not just one monkey, but a ton of monkeys. Then if they all started to flip coins, you will probably think that the one that flips the most heads, he is the best coin flipper in the world. But as we all know, you can't beat the stock market. So basically, this is the story about a gentleman called Warren Buffett.
0: I didn't so, so, I, I didn't <laughs> quite follow that. But is the, is the, is the, is the concept that if enough of monkey, monkeys are flipping coins, one of those monkeys is going to flip five heads in a row, and that's really rare?
1: Yeah, exactly. And if you have like 100 million stock investors flipping coins, someone should be lucky. Or if you have 100 million monkeys flipping coins, one should be lucky. So one should also be able to pick the right stocks. And that was Warren Buffett. Sorry for that. So no metaphors. I like the you know this.
0: I love metaphors. I, I want to go deep though because we have a lot of top tribe you know listeners who are stuck in a corporate job that they really don't like, and they listen to the show stick. They listen every day. They're religious. People text me about it. It's crazy. Um, you started as a commodities trader. You were doing well. Why give up the safety and the high pay of commodities trading to teach and also create the podcast?
1: Well, I think that's that's really a great question, because it's definitely something that I've been thinking a lot about myself. Otherwise, obviously, I wouldn't quit my job. But I think it really leads back to Warren Buffett, because Warren Buffett, he has this great metaphor. Sorry, Nathan, even though that you love them. <laughs> but he's saying that he has this blank canvas. And every time that he goes to work, he feels like he's tap dancing, because he can paint whatever he wants to paint on this canvas. And I don't know how familiar
0: you are with working like as a trader what they do but well, tell us about all the that tell, tell us dig, dig dive, dive before you talk about Warren Buffett and how he inspired you to switch dig deep into what your life as a commodities trader looked like
1: Um you worked a lot of like really long hours and you worked in how a really long,
0: 12 15
1: Yeah, well th- well basically so this was a, a trading company and we were trading power so that was that was 24/7 well obviously I wasn't working twenty four seven because you can't do that. But um, like the the exchanges, they were never not closed. It's not like the stock market that's closed like eight hours a day. Like they were on twenty four hours, so people would literally come into the office and then sleep and then get up the next morning and start working again. So that's uh, that's tough and that's definitely not something for me.
0: Tell us, Stig, just about the money for a second. As a commodities trader, what was your compensation like? Was it a, a fixed rate and then you know commission on top or what?
1: Yeah, so that was that was part, uh, partly uh, uh, like a base salary and then you'll get a bonus. And usually the bonus was more attractive than your base salary. I, I guess that's how it is for most, uh, most traders. So there was this really, really pressure on always performing the best that you could. Also because... Okay, I think we just need to edit that out. I was actually just about to say something really interesting, but as also wrote to you,
0: Nathan, I can't say that because I signed a lot of annoying things on the contract that I couldn't <laughs> talk about. Sorry about <laughs> well, that. Well, damn it. Okay, T- tell us real quick, because I know the top tribe is going, Nathan, you got to ask him a question. What were you making as base in the commodities world? What was your base salary? Um, so I would say that my conversation was... Um, More than a hundred
1: thousand and less than two hundred thousand, and that was really out of the gates for me. Base plus commission
0: or just base? That was base uh, plus commission. Okay, got it. And you said you were trading energy stocks? Uh, No, I was trading energy.
1: So that was actually had nothing to do
0: with stocks at all. Like really, like energy, like whatever you plug in your computer, that kind of energy. So the closest I've got to like something related to energy and, and trading and gaming is probably the, the board game power grid. How do you trade electricity?
1: Well, you basically trade it like you would trade a stock. So you go on an exchange and you would say, I would like to buy a certain amount of power. And then you would you know agree on a price. And then you would basically say an hour later, five minutes later, 10 seconds later, perhaps have another price. So basically, your job was to analyze where is the price of power going, and then you would buy or sell depending on your position. Okay. So how many? What year did you start that job, and what year did you end it? Um, I started in twenty eleven, and I
0: quit after I want to say eighteen months, something like that. Okay, and 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 you quit. Did you know when you quit? Because this is the top trap. Gets stuck on this. The ones in corporate thinking about getting out, they think they have to have all their ducks in a row before they say and, and you know put in their two weeks in their corporate job. Was that your case? Did you know what you were gonna do, or did you just quit? Uh, I just quit. <laughs> I, I I I had no big plan
1: or whatnot. Like so, basically, this was all about being true to your values, and and there was something I was really not aware of when i was a student but then working in a place where you don't want to work you figure out what is your true values and it was not i don't want to make it sound like it was a horrible place to be but if you can't be the person that you really are you should you know leave for every for the sake of everyone did you and have think was that it
0: easy for you though i mean did you have you know people are probably thinking oh yeah he probably had a bunch of money in savings because he was making a lot of money i mean did you have a buffer where you knew you had 12 months to figure out what you wanted to do uh, yeah, so so uh, Nathan, this is
1: definitely not the uh, entrepreneurial story where I was living on the street and then, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I had that. And so th- that was really, really nice. So I, I, like, I didn't have to think about uh, paying my rent or food or something like that. So, so obviously that was an easier uh, decision. Uh, obviously, when you talk about being true to your values, that's also a luxury that you can have. Um, I highly respect if, if people of, obviously have some some costs that they need to take care of and, and the family, too.
0: And what, just so people can get some perspective to figure out how relatable their story is to yours, what were your personal monthly expenses when you decided to quit? You know, rent plus food plus whatever else you paid for. Um, I want to say
1: a few thousand dollars. So maybe not, th- not too much.
0: 3
1: yeah yeah something like that now I'm just my head is spinning because I need to convert this <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah 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 because yeah. you're where are you right now I'm in Denmark right Denmark. now. Denmark very good Denmark okay so let's jump into the good stuff so so you quit commodities trading were you teaching while you were doing that what was next uh no I had some I had some time off it's something
1: called a garden leave that you have uh, when you're in commodities trading then you then you can't uh, do the same thing for another competitor so I had a lot of time to think about. What I wanted to do. And this was really interesting because I had a good friend that I was just chatting about, about being financially independent, about success. And he said something that really stuck with me. He said, success is probably the simplest thing in the world. You probably you just have to do the same thing as successful people and then stop doing the same thing that unsuccessful people are doing. And so, that's it. Yeah, and that's it. And uh, well, like... He seems like a wise man. That's like eighty or something. I th- I'm pretty sure he uh, he found it online or something. <laughs> but but it, it really it really stuck with me because it was just so simple. Like you can just do the same thing as successful people. Okay, what did you start doing? Well, I got home and then I start, started Google Forbes 400.
0: <laughs> so you just started literally studying the biographies and anything you could find online from the Forbes Forbes top 100.
1: Well, no, I, I wasn't that advanced. i got to say that, Nathan. I started from the top. And uh, number That's one, that was appropriate. Bill Gates. <laughs> yeah, appropriate. yeah, so number one, that was Bill Gates. And you know, I'm probably the least technical person out there. I mean, I've been running a podcast for more than a year. And I just figured out last week that like I have this huge piece of equipment that takes up my desk. Um, I didn't set it up correctly, so it actually haven't been working for a year.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you should see my setup. I am right now laying in bed with my, my little microphone. Uh, I'm on the 23rd floor overlooking Miami. I just got back in from the Summit Series cruise. And uh, the quality of this stick has been amazing. Uh, my, my, I, said, I told my audio guy, I said, I don't want to be stuck in studio. Give me the best, lightest studio setup that I can carry with me on my back so I can do interviews everywhere. And this is what he told me, and it works great. Right. Oh, that's that's perfect. I, I need to get the the number of your guy because he. Definitely has something you can He's tell. Me. Good. Yeah, I'll actually just for all of you guys curious, I will link to like the books Stig has mentioned about Warren Buffett, you know, tap dancing to work, snowball, all of these great books. Uh plus I'll I'll even link to the mic that I have, the the way I have my audio and all that set up in the show notes at NathanLatka.com forward slash the top one four one. Again, forward slash the top one four one. So Stig, take us forward. How's the podcast doing? How are you how are you surviving right now? How are you making money? um well i teach (laughs) yeah but come on what's the what's the the teaching salary in denmark um what is that
1: that's like six seven thousand dollars a month i'd say okay that's not that's not
0: bad okay oh so you know 80 grand a year yeah it's it's not too bad so you don't need Um, to make money from the podcast then you're just doing this as a side project
1: yeah well I don't know. I don't know if you should really call it like a side project, because I don't want to come off like it's not a serious product uh, project. But it's not like something I do to make a living, at least not yet.
0: Hmm. Well, you, you told me, again, we have people coming at us so hard to sponsor the top. And I say no. Usually these people are like not good people. They don't have great products and they have to pay to get their product you know out there because the product is so shitty. You've also done the same. You've said no to a lot of sponsors. Why are you not interested in making money from your podcast? Oh, I am extremely interested in making money <laughs> on
1: that podcast. But Nathan, I, I definitely wanted to do it the right way. And uh, please allow me to elaborate because what is please. the right way? Um, so basically, if you want to monetize, whether it's your podcast, or your blog, or whatever it is, you can do it two different ways, right? You can sell your own products or you can sell someone else's products. And right now, we're really not selling any products ourselves. We have a few books and, and things like that, but we basically, we don't have any, like, a cast we? cow that we're selling. Who is we? Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, I have a co-host on my podcast. Um, so, like, he's a, a good friend of mine. He, oh, This is the online world. I only had a chance to meet him once he's uh he's in Maryland this is awesome but we uh we email every day and we hang out on skype every every week talking on about stock investing on our podcast so sorry I didn't clarify that
0: no that is great I mean stig the story is interesting from you know six figures in commodity trading to dropping out to teaching for 80 or 90k a year to launching the podcast the podcast is doing well um the story is fascinating you know my heart is beating a bit faster we're about to get to my favorite part of the show before we do those, stick if people want to follow you personally online where can they do that
1: well if they want to reach out to me directly they should do that on stickbrosn.com and uh, but even better you can look up the uh, theinvestorspodcast.com uh, i'm really proud to say that right now we are the number one podcast in the world
0: in stock investing so that's uh, that's really amazing top drive. One of my favorite tools that I use to pump out great blog content and to really hire growth hackers on demand is growth geeks. It's a great tool. I use it for my blog, for my images, to help with the podcast production. And I worked out a great deal with the founder because he was on the show. Go to growthgeeks.com forward slash the top to start a free trial right now. Again, growthgeeks.com forward slash the top. What, what category was that in investing, you said? Yeah, so uh, in
1: business, I think uh, I just looked up this morning, with like 17. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, as all good marketers, we have like our own category. So I keep close track on everyone that is doing the same thing as me.
0: Great. Like. Well, well, you. that's why you're on the show. You are at the top. You are winning. It's really great to see you having so much success. I will link to the links you just mentioned in the show notes at NathanLaca.com forward slash the top 141. Stig, pressure's on. You know what's next? I do. I
1: had a chance to listen to your amazing interview with Josh the other day. So (laughs) I am
0: pumped. That one was a hit. Josh Dorkin. He's got 10,000 people paying $9 a month. And that was back in episode, what episode was that? That was back in episode 109. If you want to listen. Okay. So Stig, tell me, what time is it? It's 4.17 PM.
1: No, it's
0: time for the the famous five. Are you ready? All right. Number one, what's your favorite business book?
1: Uh, The Snowball. You already said it, The Snowball by Warren
0: Buffett.
1: I can only endorse that
0: like 120%. All right. Number two, is there a CEO that you're following or studying right now?
1: Uh, That would be too easy to say Warren Buffett, would it? No. Well, (laughs) I think the amazing thing about Warren Buffett, and, and I know that you're a huge Warren Buffett fan too, is that Warren Buffett has so much integrity. I think most CEOs out there, they're like politicians. I mean, you kind of feel like they're always spinning what they're saying, but Warren Buffett is really just saying things as they are. And
0: that's something I really look for in a CEO. That's true leadership, being true to your values. I love that. Okay, number three, Stig. Is there a favorite online tool you have like Evernote? I'd say Boomerang. I don't know if you're familiar with that tool. Yeah, to yeah. yeah. There's like Boomerang, Follow Up, Tout App, YesWare, all those kinds of email apps.
1: Yeah. I mean, I get like a ton of email, which is great, but like in podcasting, when you're accessible to your audience, you just, you're getting flooded with emails and boomerang is just a very neat tool to organize your emails and time your emails. And that's, that's just an amazing tool. I would definitely recommend to anyone in, in online business.
0: Okay. Number four, Stig, what's your situation right now? Are you married, single? Do you have kids? Uh, I'm married, but I don't have any cats. Okay. So yes or no, do you get eight hours of sleep every night?
1: Uh, Often I do. I'd say in, uh, during weekdays I might get like six and a half, uh-huh. seven hours, and in and, and weekends I would really like to get nine hours. Very,
0: be, very, yeah. very good. And Stig, last question, my man. How old are you? I'm 31. Take us back 11 years. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? Um, don't worry, Stig. You're not going to be single the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> I love the first person, the first person. Don't worry, Stig, you will not be single the rest of your life. Stig, I love that. Well, listen, from starting off as a commodities trader back in uh, several years ago, doing six figures, again, in your comp structure, to trading energy stocks, to dropping out, starting to teach and launching a very successful podcast. Thank you for taking us to the top. My pleasure, Nathan. You bet. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday. If you guys enjoyed Stig, you'll love yesterday's episode with Ryan Moran. I flat out asked him, do you actually own your Tesla?